This is the Deep End with Nebraska diver Reagan Hinzig and Nebraska swimmer Madison Ronquilio on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into Ticket Weekends. I am Harrison Arnes running the board. We have hosts from uh, Nebraska Swim and Dive Team, Reagan Hinsey and Madison Ronquillo, as always. Uh, we got a full show ahead going all the way up until 12, and then we'll still have the breeze from noon to 1. No Haas today, but we're going to have a special guest. Uh, Sam Hoiberg is going to be hopping in here. So we'll have Sam Hoiberg, DP, and me uh, talking NBA playoffs here. So plenty to come ahead here on these Ticket Weekends. But we do have Madison Reagan in here now. I know I was talking to you guys over the break. It's been a little busy. Um, but how are you guys doing? Good. Stress-wise, good? good? Eh. <laughs> eh. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. I know you got some. You got a busy project that you're a little worried about where you got to do some memorization Yeah. Uh, coming up on Tuesday here. Yeah, and I have a master class tonight. Oh, you have a master class tonight? Yeah. What time is that? From 4 to 6. 4 to 6? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you got a busy day yet. Oh, yeah. And then after that, I have rehearsal from 6 to 9.30. Is your school schedule just still pretty lo- – is it going to be loaded for a while yet? Or? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> so, the last three weeks – like, I'm usually stressed, but, like, the last three weeks is where everything hits the fan, and you're just, like – you'll look like a chicken with your head cut off for three weeks straight. Yeah, getting ready for finals and everything. Yeah. Do you get any nice breaks, at least? Where, like, kind of like your – what do you call it? Your dead week? No. <laughs> that dead is week tough. is a myth. It depends on if your classes line up, but rarely they do. One year I did have it where they actually lined up and I had a full week where I was only studying. But most of the times I have a few finals mixed in on my quote unquote dead week. Mm-hmm. But I'm done with that now, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and my head dead week doesn't exist. Like it was nice. I think my freshman year, first semester I had it. And then ever since then, it's like, nope, tests or we still have class because we still have new information to learn for the final. Oh, that's the worst when you're learning new information all the way up until like that class and then the next class is the final yeah and you have like two days to learn it yeah that's what they did to us in anatomy uh and we do have one uh this is a little unrelated but just a quick answer uh from james roland uh he said uh, someone last night told me that the ticket is launching a racing show on sundays any truth to this uh yeah absolutely I have mike melby he's gonna be starting the racing show it's gonna be sunday night so we'll have a four hour block now as well um, so again, Ticket Weekends is just getting bigger and bigger. So yeah, we will have a racing show, uh, James, that will take place, I think, pretty quick here. Maybe even tonight. I'll have to double check on that one. Um, but yeah, that'll be Mike Melby doing uh, the racing shows for that. Do you guys ever watch, get into racing? NASCAR? Oh, no. no. No? I think it's too, I think I just can't appreciate the technique that goes into it. I don't know anything. What about F1? No. It's pretty, if you watch the F1 documentary on Netflix, you'll get hooked pretty quick really it's really good it's it's very it's very political like in the way with all these brands and how they act and it's just i mean you're looking at like ferrari and then Mm. you're supposed to be the best and then you just kind of keep going through all these brands and they're all competing to make the best possible vehicle and i mean f1 is just a tariff i can never drive one of those things yeah the yeah. amount of speed that's like the, the long skinny car, yeah right? the okay. long skinny ones where like they just go yeah could you guys mm-hmm. ever drive something like that nope not at that yeah. speed. Yeah, yeah, I'm not maybe, that big of an adrenaline maybe junkie. Like in a school zone, yeah. Do you guys consider <laughs> racing a sport? We were actually talking about this at trading table. Like, what, like, what is a sport? I think mm, there's two ways you can think of it. You can think of a sport as in like 
really really skilled like really really skilled detailed mm-hmm. kind of sport and then there's also like the endurance like straight strength yeah sport so i don't know i think i lean on it I think uh, being I think, a sport I think it is. because it, it's less maybe like less physical but i mean your your reaction time like you still not everyone can be the best driver mm-hmm. like it's not just about the car like there's certain guys that just have a knack for it yeah well, i mean my thought process is like all the work that goes into like the person before they even get in the car yeah that's a good point as well mm-hmm. like they got to be I, I don't know how you would uh what workouts you'd be doing probably a lot of neck workouts for your neck because i mean you gotta be think you're hitting those turns so fast over and over again well yeah. i mean then they gotta be in shape mm-hmm. like they gotta fit in those cars that's true <laughs> you're, you're not gonna see a lot of like 300 pound drivers it's not gonna work <laughs> it's yeah. too much weight well i just like i don't know where i heard this from maybe it was like a commercial or something but they were like yeah you have the there's a weight limit like you have to fit in this category so like they have to work for it yeah absolutely and uh from james he said uh He's excited. He says Mike is a legend in the area, and uh, yeah, I agree. He's going to be awesome for that show. And he says, I encourage you guys to check out Nebraska local racing. Racing is a second only to Husker Athletics for tourism in the state. Check out Eagle Raceway on Saturday nights. I have known some friends that have gone to Eagle Raceway. I haven't gone myself, but I mean, that's I have to be there live. I think that mm-hmm. would take it up a notch for me. Mm, yeah, and like hearing the cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because a part of it is just like hearing all the engines, and like even if you're not a car guy, it's impressive. Yeah yeah have you guys ever been to uh horse race horse racing at all yes yes how was that experience that's something i haven't done but i really really want to it wasn't anything like big because there's a big horse racing stadium or like the county fair i think it is in california back home in california okay and they have a uh a track so like we we like sat down and like watched like a couple races but i think the most interesting part to me was all the math that went into the betting yeah. yeah if you're not gambling it's a little different <laughs> yeah but it's it's always funny seeing everyone you know they all whip out the books and they all act like they know which which what mm-hmm. they're talking about but mm-hmm. it's it'd be super fun i want to go just to throw a little bit of money around just just for fun because i feel like when you're watching horse racing that's kind of what it's about yeah like the gambling's pretty prevalent not mm-hmm. to promote gambling if you don't have the money <laughs> don't gamble but it's probably a good time i think mm-hmm. i would look forward to like if i went to like the kentucky derby just watching Ooh. seeing all the hats that mm. the ladies wear oh yeah yeah <laughs> the outfits yeah yeah who because uh who was uh who won the triple crown last american pharaoh was that the name oh i have no idea i think so i think it was a black horse text line helped me out 402-464-5685 who was the last triple crown winner i think it was american pharaoh it was a I think it was just like a jet black horse. It was is crazy. That's one I always get excited for when you actually have a horse that's like on the verge of winning the triple crown. Mm. It's the, just insane. Yeah, the only horse I know is Secretariat. Secretariat from the movie. What, what about Sea Biscuit? I don't think I've ever seen that movie. Which either. one's Sea Biscuit? A different horse. I had to read. Is that a racing horse as well? Yeah. Is that had, like historically true? I'm pretty sure I had to okay. read it for school in like high school. It probably is. I just remember Secretariat as well. Sea Biscuit, I remember, but I just couldn't remember if it was fake or like no, I'm based sure on historical events. Hmm. Yeah, but I know Secretariat. Like when they did the autopsy after it died, like its heart was like three times the size as a normal horse, and yeah. it's like, oh, this is why you were so good. <laughs> like its endurance is just like you couldn't rival it. Like today, we always talk about goats, like greatest athletes of all time. Like mm-hmm. throw Secretariat as the OG. <laughs> Like, you can't throw him in there i think his heart three times the size and then just dominated just changed the way we saw horse racing speaking of goats simone biles got married did she really i'm pretty sure i i believe it uh too do you know who he's a uh, football the, player he's on the houston texans 
I'm trying to think who that would be. You um, pulling it up right now? Yeah. Yeah. Cause, Jonathan Owens. Okay, this, that's gonna be that's gonna be one heck of an athletic kid. <laughs> Simone yeah. Biles is insane athlete herself. Yeah. That's yeah. uh. That's if uh, there's people that don't like watching like women's sports, like you just have to watch people like Simone Biles, and you'll be like, oh, okay, I can see why. Yeah. She's just the way she dominated. Mm-hmm. She, oh, yeah, she got married in on April twenty second. Oh, so this is pretty recent. It just happened. Yeah. Hmm. Well, congrats to Simone Biles. I actually like Simone Biles. There's a there's a little time period in there where people were. I can't remember why people were upset with her. It was because she. Ooh, oh, oh. Um, she had to step out of. Are you crocheting the wire? I did something with the wire. <laughs> um, it was because she had to step out of the Olympic uh all around team finals for mental health reasons oh yeah Yeah, she like got lost in one of her vaults and then like that like just like i don't want to listen that like just messed with her head and then she she got the twisties the twisties yeah which are a very real thing i was gonna say that's a real thing though i still Mm -hmm. can't understand why people are super upset but i guess some people just want you to compete through anything and they'll just they'll just get mad well i think people were mad from what i remember i think people were mad that she went and took somebody else's spot to drop the day before competition which like it wasn't her Mm -hmm. like that wasn't her intention yeah Mm -hmm. so that's what i'm saying like if uh yeah like i consider that that's unfortunate but again like that's not that wasn't her goal she wasn't going in there like i'm gonna go take this and then not compete yeah because there's definitely people that do that Mm -hmm. so and the twisties are a real thing yes very much so Mm -hmm. they're terrifying have you gotten them oh yeah when was the last time you got a case of the twisties? Oh, you I don't, I don't get them very often, but like it's really hard. Usually when we work twisters, we like work our way up. Mm-hmm. So like for back twister, it'd be like back half, back one and a half, back two and a half, and then gainer half, gainer one and a half, gainer two and a half. It'd be like him asking me to go from back two and a half twist to back half or back two and a half twist to gainer one and a half twist. It's like really hard to work your way back down. Okay, that makes so sense. So I, I get lost a lot when I have to try to work my way back down. What gets you through it eventually? We just move on and go work on it a different day. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, this really is just like you got to take a mental mental gap. Otherwise, yeah. you're just going to keep doing it wrong. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I suppose, though, that makes sense, though. Because once you once you get in that mindset, you're not going to be able to do it right. And then you're just going to be nailing in bad habits. Yeah. That's a tough one. Again, I don't, I'd never had any problems with Simone Biles sitting it out. That's one I never got. I think we got in such a point too where we're just we're very willing to cancel people on a whim's notice. Mm-hmm. Just takes like one thing, and everyone's like, "Oh, she's she's out. I don't like her anymore." And it's like that's if you listen to Simone Biles, everything she says, like overall, she's a great person. Mm-hmm. Kind of same thing for Patrick Mahomes when he got canceled for a little bit for something he said. And it's like just these athletes are all really nice people if you listen to them. Just take out one comment, and you guys would, wouldn't be the same reaction anymore. Yeah, I think social media doesn't help with that either because. Like, on TikTok, I know specifically, like, they'll shift the comments that are more popular to the top. So, you only see the most popular ones, and those tend to be the most negative. And then you suddenly think, oh, that's what everyone's thinking. So Social media's got a bad problem with that. Yeah. And I don't know how you fix that. Because, like you said, the the person that says the craziest thing is going to get a lot of response. Mm -hmm. Even if people are telling them they're wrong, that's still going to surface to the top. Mm Mm-hmm. I, we the we just had fitness fanatics and the, they brought on some people and they're basically talking mental health uh and it was it was all good stuff especially with the youth today i mean you guys are we we're both experiencing it i'm sure now but anxiety is just hitting like all new highs 
seems across the board, especially for the youth. Mm-hmm. You know, do you guys see that, you know, at all in college? Obviously, at this point, you're done competing. But while you were competing, have you noticed like anxiety continue to just be a problem for a lot of student athletes? Mm, I mean, I struggle with it. So do you? Yeah. So it's just like. I don't know. It's it's just it's just a battle with yourself. Mm hmm. Because your thoughts are like, you can't do this. Have you ever talked to people about it? Or do you, is your best routine to go through it yourself? Um, I'm very much, I like to keep it to myself person. Mm-hmm. But I used, I've used sports psych. So okay. I don't know if that's what you mean by talking to people. But like, yeah, just, um, I know for a lot of people, it's, they don't want to talk about it because it's embarrassing. They don't, they don't want people to think of them that way. But for not everyone, some people can just go through it and figure out it's something they need to fix on their own. Other people... I think they really do just need to talk to someone. I think they're embarrassed about it. So that's kind of what I was asking. Yeah. I've gone to sports psych about it, but I'm very much one of those people that like, I don't want, not necessarily, I don't want people to know I'm struggling, but like, I don't want my problems to put a bur- to be a burden on somebody else. You don't want other people to worry. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause I, I mean, with anxiety, I'm lucky to be a person that I haven't like struggled too much with it, but I have brothers that have and yeah, they just have days where they just they just shut down and they just can't like they don't want to talk about anything and they're hoping tomorrow will be better. Madison, you ever dealt mm-hmm. with anxiety? Um, personally, thankfully no, not much, but I've definitely seen other people like on other teams and like our team mm-hmm. and everyone it's interesting how everyone has their own way of dealing with it and it's not until you get to know that person that you can actually pick up the sign so that you can kind of like encourage them when they ask for it and when they need it. Um, but yeah, like we've, our team has also worked with sports psych quite a few times too, where they kind of give us some like coping mechanisms or some exercises to kind of practice on our own. But then also a lot of it too was preventative stuff to kind of know like when you are getting like mentally exhausted and knowing when to take a break and not just like kind of power through until you do hit that wall and you're Mm -hmm. suddenly like, oh man, this is a little bit too much. So I feel like that's probably the case with most student athletes that do have anxiety is like they just keep pushing, pushing and pushing. And then one day it just falls apart because I mean, I've talked to I've known you well enough now to know go through you. You're just looking at your schedule. I get a headache. <laughs> like it's me too. And man. I'm not partaking in any <laughs> of it. Uh, so how do you kind of deal with that? You got a lot on your plate, but you've been doing it for a while now. So you know it's possible. But how do you kind of get through those moments where you maybe have a little bit of panic seeing, you know, your schedule lay out in front of you? Um. It's not necessarily the schedule, it's the workload, mm-hmm. especially like my foreign language class, my French class, I have assignments due every day and stuff like that. So it's just like, it was really, for me, it was really, really, really learning how to time manage because I need, the like sometimes I'm just going to need those days where nothing happens. Like I like barely get out of bed. Mm-hmm. I need those days. So I like, I have to plan around like what assignments I have to get get done each day so that I could have like the days where I'm just not where I'm not doing homework every day I guess yeah I mean, you guys definitely probably do just need a day off yeah because that's the most stressful part like yes I do have 10 classes and I'm in class basically all day but like mm-hmm. it's not necessarily that that stresses me out it's like all the projects and all the presentations and all the tests and stuff like that that just like kind of sneak up on you if you're not looking at if you're not like looking at it from like a bird's eye view 
Yeah, and the worst part is if you don't look at it, it just builds up more stress. If you're like, that is always my biggest problem is like when I do get a day off, it's like, okay, I know I don't have to do anything, but I'm still freaking out. You know, my phone goes off. I get a phone call. I'm always thinking it's work, Mm. even though I'm not scheduled to work that day. Like, do you guys ever go through that where you're just like paranoid that your phone calls, messages, even when you're off, you're just like, it's probably more work I got to do. Oh, yeah, totally. Especially with being done with swimming and suddenly having an extra 20 (laughs) hours in my week. Like, I'm like, there's been times where so you get you ever get like the Sunday scaries? Yes. So when I the first like Sunday that it hit or the first Sunday after Big Tens, I remember sitting there like on the couch and thinking, oh, man, I got to wake up tomorrow. Like or just like that sudden like, <gasps> like, I got to wake up tomorrow. I got to make sure I get to bed on time. Did I eat like a big enough dinner? And then I was like, wait, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't have to do anything. So I've definitely felt that where like mm. you have nothing. I know I have nothing, but there's still I something sh- there's still something that i like either should be doing or that i could get ahead on or like just for the sake of like not wasting time mm-hmm. like do i really need to be sitting here doing nothing Half- like the answer should be yes but like sometimes it just it's... feels unproductive yes and you're like if i'm unproductive now then i'm gonna be unproductive later and mm-hmm. it's just like a domino effect yeah worried about building that habit of being unproductive yeah and especially mm-hmm. again like with you guys you guys are just like most of the student athletes feels like they're go all the time. So I'd imagine a day in bed just feels weird. Yeah. Like I can't imagine that sits well, even if you've done everything you're supposed to, you're a 4.0 student and you're doing, you're killing it. Mm-hmm. You have a day off and you're just like, I've been in my bed too long, mm-hmm. which, you know, I'm, I wish I could have been an athlete, but uh, the more I talk to you guys, it's like, oh, that's a lot of work. <laughs> you guys are, <laughs> you guys don't get a lot of breaks. Mm-hmm. Have you guys picked up uh, anything else like different now that you have so much time off, especially you, Madison? Mm-hmm. Um, not really. I mean, the biggest like craft that I've been working on is decorating my grad cap. Okay. So, I mean, if you count that as <laughs> picking up something. <laughs> Arts and crafts. Arts counts. and crafts. Throw it in there. Yeah, yeah. What are you decorating it with? Um. So, I decided to go with the most difficult design I could possibly find to fill my time. And I ended up bedazzling the, like, you know, the Huskers logo, like the word Huskers yep. in the logo. I decided to bedazzle it and move each individual, like, jewel into shape oh, i'll show you a picture goodness. what's it's gonna pro- be a long project are, are you done yet no what's the progress the progress is i have the whole red word outline now i'm just going back through and lining it with like white okay yeah so you're about 50 percent of the way there yes yeah man i didn't even think about that that's a lot of that's a good idea decorate the cap mm-hmm. nice little memoir down yeah. the road yeah do you just decide that one day because you're bored or because you're like oh this will be cool uh because i was bored <laughs> um abby napton decorated her cap with all of her parking tickets that's genius <laughs> that's that there, there's one thing about linking you're gonna get a few parking tickets and yeah, if you don't one, pay for the student parking there's one sitting in my car right now <laughs> is it paid no i got it yesterday oh that's a where we uh, not gonna downtown. lie when i moved your car earlier this morning i saw it on your dashboard i said oh she got a ticket okay but it was it was just downtown so it wasn't on campus so it wasn't 40 dollars. it's okay. just 10 dollars, and That's i can nice. do that yeah you can live with 10 yeah what's the jump up to after a week if you don't pay it Isn't... 25 oh that's not too bad yeah yeah i always did that i never paid for the unl parking and i just used meters because i was like even if i get three four tickets i'm still saving money yeah which is just something Lincoln has had problems with forever is parking. Yeah, well, now they're doing construction on the music building, mm-hmm. and they took away the faculty parking because that's where they're doing the 
like the construction. So now the faculty has to pay for parking too. Oh, <gasps> that is a bummer. That's mean. Yeah, that is kind of. They they were not happy about it. I wouldn't be too happy. Mm-mm. Be like I. That's tough. That's just something I feel like in hindsight they didn't really prepare for very well. Mm-mm. With the main road coming through downtown as well, not enough parking garages. Like we just need a few more parking garages and it'd be fine. But it's expensive to build and it takes a long time. Yeah. How many tickets do you guys think have you racked up total since being in Lincoln? Like price wise or just number of tickets? Just number. Mm. I think I probably ended my career with three, all just from parking at meters and the meter ran out. Three? Mm-hmm. I didn't do too bad. I was going to say, close, for me, closer to like 10. <laughs> oh, I think this is like my second. Oh, <laughs> well, I've always paid them on time, but like for some reason, they just always get me when it's like, it had just like ran out like two minutes ago. Yeah. Mm. Or like you're watching a movie, so you pay for it for like two hours and the movie runs long. Yes. Yeah. And it's like that 15 minute window and they're like, oh, ticket. They're looking at the movie times being like, yeah, these guys don't know. <laughs> yeah. Then- I've also forgotten to like put this the re-registration tickets on my car oh. so i've gotten those tickets like twice and those are like 100 each the, but like uh, the, they, i appealed it but what's it called the you talking about the stickers that you yeah. put on your yeah the yeah expired mm-hmm. that is expensive that uh happened to me one time and i had i had the i'm blanking on the, what do you call them the stickers but what do you actually call those stickers is it just they have a registration tag yeah registration tags, tags. there you go tags. it's your tags yeah thank you reagan You're um but <laughs> yeah i had the tags in my middle console and i was gonna put them on that morning forgot about it went downtown to grab a donut at uh what's called um what's hurts yep mm-hmm. went down there literally five minutes come back big fat ticket and i was like oh my gosh i was so mad at myself because yeah it was my fault they, they were expired but i literally had them in my car mm. so i probably could have appealed it but i didn't go that far I do like, I appreciate the fact that the me- you don't have to pay the meter after 6 p.m. Yes, that yes. is nice. Yeah. Because that is always, there's certain places where, like, I'll go park and I'll be like, do I really got to pay? I'm the only car here. <laughs> like, who am I, am I? Why is this reserved at all? <laughs> you know, it's two in the morning. Why am I paying for a meter? But at mm. Lincoln, I, I feel like we don't have any meters that go that late. Maybe downtown. No, no I think they all shut off at all, 6. All of them are 6. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to pay them on Sundays either, I don't think. Yeah, no, some days you don't have to pay them, which is also nice. So hopefully the parking gets figured out. I think they are building another parking garage downtown, too. Where they tore down that giant building? Gold did you gym. See yeah. Is I've that t- what that was? Yeah. What are they going to build there? Is that the parking garage? Because they're building a parking garage like across from Barry's, it looks like. That one might be I thought those were already. apartments. Oh, yeah, those are apartments. Oh, man, I thought that was a garage. No. <laughs> no. Damn it. I mean, there <laughs> might be a garage like deep underneath for yeah, the apartments. Yeah, probably for the apartments, though. Yeah. I wonder if, yeah, I wonder if Gold's, where Gold's gym was. I wonder if that's going to be a new parking garage. Mm -hmm. I should look at that. That's taking a long time, though. But it's kind of cool driving downtown. Every time I drive past it to see how much more they've knocked off. Mm -hmm. It's completely gone now. It is. They got it all level. Like, it's all... It's not level, but, like, it's not a building anymore. Just all dust and a big pile. debris. Yeah. That'd be a nerve-wracking job, being the guy that has to take those down, the demo guy. Well, there's there's a bus stop right there, too. Mm -hmm. So, I'd, like, if I was waiting for the bus, I'd just turn around and watch it all fall. And I'd be like, oh, I'm going to turn back around because I'm going to get something in my eye. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. uh, with that being said, though, we are up to our first break. Uh, again, you guys can join the show on the Starter Heyman text line, 402-464-5685, as well as streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. Uh, tons of ways to reach us. But uh, I'm Harrison Arns. That's Reagan and Madison across the table. We'll be back right after this break. <laughs> 